0: Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we just try to make sense of some of the things we love about photography and some of the things that we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this episode of Photo Mission Focus. Our question today Terry is, is it worth paying for a professional photographer?
1: Yes, it is. Why? Uh, there's so many reasons why, and um, I'm going to approach this one from a wedding background, if that's okay. Yeah, fine. Um, so in my experience, yes, it's it's really important to pay a professional wedding photographer if you're engaging in um, wedding photography because um, when you're hiring someone who is a professional, you're paying for someone who has educational experience. Um, you're paying for someone who may have... Also, industry experience. You're paying for someone who knows how to read light, how to communicate with people, how to plan your day, how to help you plan your day if you're not if you're not sure how to do it, who can give you advice on, on many, many, many facets of, of your wedding and help you um, in a myriad of ways. God, I don't even know where to start, but yes, well, look, please.
0: <laughs> wedding is a very complicated series of things that has to happen. Yes. So you've got a whole lot of stuff. Before the wedding, a lot of choice. People are making lots of choices.
1: Yes, yeah. So
0: there's the dress, there's, you know, once you get the wedding dress and there's the bridesmaid dresses and then there's going to be the cake. Yes. And then there's going to be what are the guests going to eat?
1: Absolutely. You
0: know, beef or chicken. Yes. Or fish.
1: Yes, and you want to pay a professional chef so no one gets sick. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So, <laughs> so
0: there's, a, there's, there's a whole, so what you're actually doing is you're engaging a whole range of professional people. Mm-hmm to undertake all those other tasks.
1: Mm-hmm. Why would you engage in someone who's not a professional for I, don't, your I, don't know. Photography? Look, I don't know. Look, you do yeah, see it. You absolutely, do. absolutely. You see it all the time on the bridal um, Facebook pages, people that are advertising that they can do the weddings 10 hours for $600, all sorts of things. $600 would really only cover 12 months of your professional, um, your liability, public liability insurance. Why would you want to... Hire someone who's not valuing their own service, who potentially is not going to give you a quality outcome. Yep. Um, This is one day, one day, and you want to get one shot at it. So why would you hire someone who can't give you a professional service?
0: Look, I know know that, look, this is a a huge problem for the Mm. wedding industry that there's a lot of people out there who, like I said, are are doing the quite cheap price. Yes. And I think I can understand why... A bride and groom may think, "Oh, yeah, I can get done for
1: save a bit of money here, save yeah. a bit of money here." Yeah,
0: but I think that's one of those things, and you know, the photos are forever. Yes, everything else about the day is not forever.
1: That's right. That's right. If um, like a really good example is you've spent hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars on your dress. Um, you've hired a professional makeup artist. Once again, I'd encourage you to hire a professional, yep. a non, not someone who doesn't know what they're doing for your makeup and your hair. Um, and you you engage in someone who doesn't know what they're doing with their camera. They don't know how to read the light. They don't know how to instruct you on the best way to stand so it's a flattering image for yourself. Um, they they don't know many things to make the images amazing. And you get your photographs back and you can't see what that dress really looks like. You can't see how good the makeup is. You can't see how good your hair is. Yep. It's... It's a pretty disappointing realisation when you've, you've tried to save a bit of money and you yep. have pretty bad photographs afterwards.
0: I think you've touched on something there. What what you're saying is there's a lot of detail in weddings.
1: So much detail.
0: You know, to what's on the cake, what's on the dress, yeah. you know, how the tables are arranged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And photography can be, when it's done correctly, can capture that detail. So yes. you've got it forever. Yeah. And you can always remember how the table looked. Yes. How the bride looked those types of things yeah I think what why do you think why do you think there is a problem in the industry where the people are struggling to pay that for a professional
1: I think that there's there's quite a few reasons um, one of them is the people just want to save a bit of money they'll try and save it anywhere they can so whether it be that they hire someone who doesn't have as much experience and is a little bit less or they're hiring someone who is new in the industry and they want to give them a go um or they've seen someone's work on Instagram and they think it looks amazing so they're going to hire them not really understanding that they may have only been photographing for for 12 12 months 6 months and by no means do I mean any disrespect to those photographers out there that are just coming in there um just coming into the industry and and doing a beautiful job there is some incredible photographers that don't have as much experience but there is some that that are definitely not professionals and they're out there and they're yep. they're charging not much. They're taking bad photos and they're flogging themselves off as if they are professional photographers. But as you say, there's so much involved in it, so much planning and preparation that goes into shooting a wedding. Um, and there's so much knowledge, so much background knowledge that that you need to have as a photographer.
0: And I think that what you you touched on a little bit before about, you know, as a photographer your job is to make People look good mm-hmm. in their photos. Mm-hmm. And different skin types photograph differently. So absolutely. You, so you have to apply different techniques and, yes. you know, um, yeah. those type of things. And that's something that you're going to get for experience.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think the te- technology is so accessible nowadays. Anyone can pick up a, fo- a camera and they can take photographs. And admittedly, people are really good, really good at taking photos these days because the generation's that are coming through now are learning so fast. They have yep. access to technology. They've had it pretty much all of their lives. And we are surrounded. We are constantly overloaded with imagery. So we're continually learning. We're continually changing our styles as photographers. Um, and I think that's how you can, you can kind of be a little bit fooled sometimes into choosing someone who may not have that professional background yep. because you, you do see lots of imagery. And I think
0: that one one of the photographers we had on the show on the other podcast that we do um, talked about this exact thing of saying if you want to be a wedding photographer, mm. go and shoot with an established photographer, find an established wedding photographer and go and mm. be their lackey for 12 months. Yes. To get an understanding yes. of what a wedding's about, what the challenges will be. Yeah. So you can get those skills um before you kind of jump out and, and like you said to me you don't want to stop people from you know getting out there and having a crack but the same token it's kind of it's one of those things where you don't get another chance like, no you know for the bride and groom it couldn't really make a break yeah the day
1: yeah and sadly this is not just having an effect on the on couples that are getting married it's actually having an effect on the industry now Whereas it's becoming quite difficult for photographers to get the same amount of work that they used to, and to also get the same amount of respect that they used to from the from from paying customers, because there is such an uh, there is such an oversaturation of people saying that they're wedding photographers. Yeah, it's such a challenging arena to to be a professional in at the moment, but it's also quite exciting because it does force you to be. A resilient and also think outside the box to yep. try and attract those clients that you once once would have got quite easily. Yeah, so and it's yeah.
0: And I think look, you talk, talked about technology changing and I think it's a double edged sword in mm. this particular area because what's done is in the past, you know, wedding photographer, you know, had to use a light meter. Mm-hmm. I had to really know the settings on the camera quite well. Mm. Had to work to get the shots. Like, yes. it was, there was there a was real skill, right, and skill and art yeah. involved. And that happened because they practiced over and over and over and over again.
1: And spent so much money practicing as well, especially in the film days. You would spend, I, I remember actually spending, you know, close to $100 once just to nail a technique. Yeah. Just to get a technique right, because you would try again and again and again with different settings, different types of light, all sorts of things, um, and then you would develop your film, and you'd have to wait for that film to come back. You'd have to then reevaluate your notes. You would have to go back through it, and you'd, once you got it right, you'd have to keep going just yep. so that you nailed it and you knew how to do it next time for those circumstances, those lighting conditions, those, those every kind of variable. Yep. So yeah.
0: And so, so these days with the technology, people don't need to own a light meter. No. You know, and and you know, for for a lot of people, will grab a camera, mm-hmm. use one of the auto modes, mm. and we all know anyone who's used a camera a little bit, mm-hmm. they're limitations to what the camera can actually, the decisions the camera can make.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, that's a really good point. You've got photographers out there that are shooting on auto modes. They're shooting weddings on auto modes. And what you lose and what you compromise are technical things that could potentially save an image. Yeah. So you could be losing a little bit of dynamic range. You might be losing access to highlights or shadows in those images by by choosing an auto application on your camera. Um, so there are opportunities that are lost. So you're potentially losing images. You're losing those moments. Yeah, and um, and
0: also possibly they're shooting just in JPEG.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You can't recover from a JPEG once you've made a really, really terrible exposure error. Yep. Um, there's well, no I, information.
0: I think look, for people who kind of listen and say, you know, they've seen the they've seen the RAW on the back of the camera and they've seen that setting and they've seen JPEG. And I suppose the easiest way to kind of work out. The difference between the two types of files is a JPEG is essentially
1: a very compressed
0: version where about 75% of the information gets thrown away from the raw file Mm -hmm. and you're left with 25%, which is what makes a JPEG.
1: Yes, and that's the format that a lot of your iPhones will actually photograph in, JPEG. I think I have a feeling some of them now take better, different format.
0: I think images. I think some of them have got their own proprietary raw yeah. raw type formats, but whether they're a true raw, because you know in the, in the DSLR world, a raw file is everything everything the sensor sees is in mm. that file. Mm-hmm. That's why they're so big. That's why the file. exactly right. Yeah, the file's got a lot of information, and it's interesting how JPEGs were developed. JPEGs were developed because human eye, we can actually pull a lot of information out of an image. And our eye doesn't see the missing bits; it makes that's right makes it up. Yes. So the idea was, you know, JPEGs are something that you can email around. Yeah. You know, you're not going to send a raw file to someone because it's so big. And then the other problem is that you normally need software to open a raw yeah. file. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's so true. Um, and there's also lots of planning things that people aren't aware of that that a non-professional would not necessarily know that comes to your wedding day. So, um. Shooting weddings now for, for close to more than 10 years for myself and, and quite some time before that, it's, you know, I've become very familiar with how a day would be structured for a wedding. A, a, someone who's just come into it would not necessarily be as familiar. Yep. So um, whereas, you know, I can give you guidance on how to structure your day and what time would be needed for photographic coverage you, and things like that, I can anticipate what's going to happen and a lot of other photographers do as well. We anticipate those moments. We're there when things happen. Without that experience, you're not going to know. You're yep. not going to know when those vital moments are about to unfold.
0: And I think that one of the most crucial things of photography is light mm-hmm. and being able to read light. And what happens is in a situation where you're outdoors, yes. elements, yeah, the light can change by the moment. Absolutely. You can, you, you can sneeze and lose two stops of light. Yes. But the, a newbie to the scene hasn't realised
1: Absolutely. What's happened with the
0: light. And that's where someone who's seasoned and and had some experience can adapt and run with that light that's viable now and work with that and get a good image out of that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And we can make some really creative decisions by understanding how that light works and where it's falling and what's going to happen to someone's face during those moments as well. Yeah. You know, you've got so many contributing factors that are going to either enhance or lose detail in an image depending on where the light's coming from if someone's in full shadow, you know, we have to make technical decisions to bring out that information in someone's face. Yeah. If they're in full sunlight, it's the same thing. We need to make technical decisions to bring that detail back. Yeah. There's and, so much that goes on.
0: And sometimes, look, with with, with garden weddings, um, quite often there's the possibility the light's coming through some trees so you've got that mottled yeah. light and that's really... Oh, really
1: challenging. Really challenging light. Really challenging light.
0: And and, and yep. that's where normally a, a photographer's going to probably say, I'm going to have to, I'm going to introduce some fill here.
1: Yeah, yeah. so we, we can definitely make those decisions where we can pop on a little bit of a fill flash or we can choose to shoot from a different angle, which is which is definitely a technique that I engage in yeah. where I would shoot from different angles. than it would be about having a quick discussion with a celebrant and saying, look, I'm sorry, but I will be shooting from behind you yeah. or I may get a little bit closer. It's just to do with the light and, and those kinds of things. You know, someone who hasn't got that experience, they may not have the confidence to say what they need to do they might not do what they're supposed to do and and vice versa they might actually do things they shouldn't be doing in a ceremony which I've seen happen as well. Yeah. When I've been a guest at many weddings when you watch a photographer and they do overstep the bounds they don't have that etiquette that you need to have during a wedding. Yeah. Um which is really important we need to also respect what's happening for a couple. You know they're in the middle of a ceremony for them for themselves. We need to have respect for everybody that's there the family.
0: Yeah. So so really what you're saying is Hiring a professional photographer to shoot your wedding is more than about the pictures.
1: So much more. There is so much more involved in it. Um, to me, I find that the ability to talk to people and communicate is a really, it really enhances my ability to do the job. It's also what's going to happen after the wedding. You know, do do you trust your photographer enough to give you? Adequate notice to actually educate you along the way to tell you what's going to happen with your images afterwards. Are you going to get edited images? Are you going to get non-edited images? Yep. Um, A lot of people are asking how many images they're going to get. Which, which in my mind, that really shouldn't be a question. It's it's just what happens on the day.
0: And and it's hard to put a number on the number of images because there's going to be every every wedding is going to be slightly different.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: It kind of makes me. It's always interesting on forums and that when people post a picture and someone says, oh, what, what settings did you use? Yeah. And it's kind of like photography's not quite like making a cake where you know that if you put two eggs, a cup of flour, a cup of sugar, a teaspoon of cocoa, it'll make a chocolate cake every yeah, time. Yeah, everything right? is so different. It because, might be
1: the same location. but yeah, the light could
0: be coming from completely different. Different right? time of day. Different time of day, yeah. you know.
1: Different weather conditions. That's another thing your photographer might have researched your location. If it's going to rain on the day, do they have a backup plan? Do they shoot in the rain? Have they got options for you if that happens? Have they researched the locations to find out where you're going to have your photographs afterwards? Have they done a time trial to see how long it takes for you to drive through all of those locations so that you're not losing time or light? Yep. Are they going to provide you with advice on the best way to handle those situations? You know, at someone who's just come into the industry may not have those answers for you.
0: So so as well as the actual task of taking the photographer, you're a kind of an event management.
1: I'd have to say kind of in a bit, yes. You yeah. know, there's you, we do provide that little bit of advice. We need this to happen here. We need yep. it to happen then. Um, we need you to be dressed by a particular time. We need you to be showered. We need you to be on the way to the church, yep. you know. And they all know that as well for their own sake, but they've got to understand how the photography portion fits into it. Then also, you've got the added aspect that sometimes there's a videographer in the mix, so you've really got to be able to navigate through those processes as well. So there's
0: there's a certain etiquette you're going to have to follow. Absolutely, that you're going to when you 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 have to work together together, yeah. You can't kind of be jumping over the top of each other.
1: No, not at all. You need to have um, a common goal. So, as, so you as need to get in,
0: get the shots that you need to get, and then let them get the footage they need yeah. to get, and then you move on to the next. Yeah, and it's yeah. kind of like it's kind of like um, you know having having an assistant who knows what to do. Like yes. when you go somewhere, sometimes you know you're at the dentist. Yes. And the girl assisting, she's passing the dentist the <laughs> the right the right things at the right time.
1: But if she gave the wrong tool, that appointment would take a lot longer, wouldn't it? So That's if, right. Yeah. If you were, if the dentist had been given the wrong tool, they could make a mistake and they could hurt you. Yeah. Or your appointment could take longer, or you know, you might not get adequate service because of those reasons. And they're all variables that you get in any professional environment. So
0: I know I know look at you know, for people listening they're saying, Well, of course you're gonna say you' you're a pro photographer of course you want <laughs> of course you want everyone to use pro photographers but I think the thing is um, you have to value the photography like people need yeah. to, to, to value it more and, and understand that they want to try and get the best quality product they can on the day
1: yes that's right and I, it, it, that's I think that's I think you've hit it on the head I think it's all about understanding and educating people um, and and it is, it is our responsibility as photographers but we're really starting to lose the opportunity to tell people what the value is, what our worth is, and we need people to understand that as well.
0: Well, I mean, look, you know, from a business point of view, yes, there's a lot of things a photographer has to be able to, to do. Yeah. So uh, the pricing's like everything. If you go and get your car serviced, mm-hmm. right, you'll pay whatever the dealership it's gonna charge you and there's things they have to pay. Sometimes like when you get the oil change, there's a environmental levy they have to pay to dispose the oil. Yeah. So, you know, that's a cost of doing business. You can't get away from that. Yeah. So you pay that. Yeah. Photographers have costs they have to meet. So have you've many got any costs, yeah. Yeah. Well you've got to you've touched on insurance. Yeah. But you also equipment. Yes. You've got to keep your equipment maintained so yeah. it's going to work on the day. Yeah. The other thing too is you've got to maintain those files and keep yeah. them safe.
1: We have software subscriptions. We have database subscriptions. We have all sorts of things that we do, professional development so that we stay on top of our game. You know, We've got to make sure that our cars are serviced because we need to have reliable transport. There is so much that goes into it and it's factored into your cost, like it's factored into every job that we do. Yep. And that's that's part of the reason, but I don't think it's the only reason as well. You're also paying for our experience and our knowledge. That's why our prices are
0: what they are. Yep. Yeah. And, and the the ongoing professional development is a really interesting one because mm. I know you personally do a lot of style shoots and mm-hmm. stuff, and really that is about your ongoing personal development. That you're yeah. you're you know trying out new techniques. Yes. Trying to work out what works because you know what you can't do on a, at a wedding you is can't ga-
1: practice. You can't you say, oh, I've, practice.
0: I've heard about this really cool technique. Oh, Let's just try it."
1: Yeah. Yeah, you need to practice that before you go to the wedding. So a lot of people do actually. We we spend a lot of time practicing new techniques that we want to do on a wedding. So there might be a, this cool lighting thing that's happening. So, so
0: you'll sometimes like you shoot a mock wedding, basically.
1: Yeah, with the style shoots, I think it's an opportunity for other people to collaborate um, and to have like a joint kind of venture to get some some experience and some knowledge. Um, and you see that a lot of a lot of people are doing those to come into the industry. I think, yeah, so that's that's just one way that we're all kind of working together to have like that end goal gain. Yeah. Um, but to be honest, it's something that I, I have not – I haven't been doing in the past. It's just really in the last couple of years that I've been doing a little bit more of that and I think it's a networking tool for me as well. I get an opportunity to meet some new people that I would – would really enjoy working with on a, in a wedding environment. So that's that's quite valuable to me.
0: Yep. So I think, look, um, you know, um, hiring a pro, most other things in life, if you need something done and you want it done well, you'll, you'll seek out someone you consider to be very, very, you know, skilled at doing the job. Um, and it's interesting, like I said, people probably need to just think back about that day, how important it is, how important those memories are going to be and and try and get the best possible, you know, outcome.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And find someone that you like spending time with. I think that's another big thing. Yeah. You know, someone that you're going to enjoy spending 8 to 10 hours with because it's a long time in your day yep. to be spending with someone.
0: The other thing we didn't touch on, it, and I just want to touch on it briefly, is yeah. that um, sometimes weddings aren't all... Um, super super happy there's no. sometimes there's tensions because yeah there, there might be there might be you know parents that have split up yeah but they're there for their for their kids yeah but there's a certain amount of you know angst yeah. in the room yeah you, you have to be able to deal with that
1: absolutely absolutely and not, and
0: not let it rattle you
1: yeah you need to be able to deal with that with respect and yeah. integrity and and not um not add to that that pressure but actually yep. even alleviate it a little bit Yep. yeah i've been in situations where where you you can potentially get in a place where it's your job to make everybody feel comfortable and and forget about those negative things that are affecting their day yep because if someone's unhappy you're gonna see that in your photographs you're gonna really see that you know i i see my job is to to help a couple have a good time as well
0: well it's interesting because and and i'm just throwing this in here because it kind of Says a little bit about the character, about what you do. And I just read a review that someone's put up about one of the weddings you just shot. <laughs> <laughs> about you made the bed. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> to get the good photos. Yeah, I do. Yeah, did. Yeah. And, yeah.
0: And because you realised that, you know, you wanted to make it look perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I think you helped. Was it the mother or with the corset? Yes,
1: I helped. I helped them do up their dress. <laughs> I've helped sew dresses. I've done all sorts of things. Yeah,
0: but that's a part of your job.
1: Absolutely. You, yeah,
0: you, you need sometimes to to do things that not considered to be a photographer's job, but yeah. you you do it because you know it's going to have an impact on the photos. Yeah, and your name is on those photos.
1: Yeah, and it'll also have an impact on the couple as well. If yeah. they can feel more relaxed. By me doing one little thing, yep. it's it's a huge tick in my books. You know, if it's just, it could be just helping them put their flowers on properly, like the, the men. I, that's yep. my, my big thing. I'm always making sure that their button, their boot knee are right. oh, Is there
0: a right way up, is there?
1: Uh, it, there's just like with the pins and stuff, so you can't <laughs> see them. I'm really anal about that, <laughs> so I'll move them and i make sure that they're all lined up and they're not crooked so that they all look kind of neat and tidy in their photographs. Like they're... Which little, which little which details.
0: which is a small detail but could be very distracting yeah. and people who especially are kind of need all their ducks lined up properly. Yeah. That if they do see something and, and a lot of people will actually not notice that.
1: No, no. And then they might notice it afterwards and ask us to photoshop it out. Yep. You know, and it always brings me back to a comment that I heard Zach Harris say in one of his his tutorials was um if you think that you can Photoshop it out afterwards, you don't deserve to be a professional photographer because that's just being lazy. Yeah, and that always sticks in my mind. So and, that's what I'm
0: saying, and that and that comes from that experience and skill of being a pro photographer and doing yeah. it for a number of years. That you have all those things. Yeah, absolutely. In mind.
1: Yeah, yep. one of my first jobs was working in a glamour studio many, 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 many years ago, and I I was the person that made sure the clothes were sitting right and that yep. everything was sitting perfectly. It was my first job in the photographic world, you know, and it taught me to be attention focused and yep. you know, just see those details. All right. Yeah. So we're gonna
0: we're gonna we're gonna say on this one here, it is well worth the money to get someone who really is skilled at what they do to preserve those memories forever for you. Yes. All right. Thanks Terry.
1: No worries. See Thank ya. Thank
0: you. If you enjoyed this episode you can leave a comment or if you have a suggestion for a subject for one of our um, episodes upcoming, just leave that in the comments as well.